welcome back to the Pinstripe Podcast. My name is Kate, and today I am so, 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 so excited, in case you couldn't tell by how many shows I just said, I am so excited to be talking about the Joey Gallo trade. So obviously we know, if you are up to date on the Yankee News, it just came out today, Thursday, around noon, that Joey Gallo is officially a New York Yankee. There were speculations about it going down Wednesday night. You get tweets from all these big Yankee reporters and MLB reporters saying it's in the works. It's looking like it's positive. It's just not confirmed yet. Pretty much everyone was excited to see Joey Gallo come to New York. I think they just had to work out some minor details in the contract, cross some T's, dot some I's, X, Y, Z, etc., etc., just to kind of finalize the deal a little bit. But nevertheless, this morning we found out the exciting news that Joey Gallo is officially a New York Yankees. The Yankees traded some prospects in order to obtain Joey Gallo along with some cash considerations. So let's get into Joey Gallo's numbers. Joey Gallo this year is hitting 223, which is pretty solid. It's not the best numbers. It's not world-breaking numbers, but for a hitter like Joey Gallo, we know what we're going to get with him. He's a power hitter. He's hitting fifth in the American League for home runs with 25 home runs, and to put that into perspective, the Yankees' left-hand batters this season have only hit 22 home runs, but I'll get into the Yankees' left-hand batters in a little bit. He's seventh in the American League with an on-base percentage of 379. His war is a 4.1, which is the third highest in the American League for position players, and he leads the MLB with defensive runs saved with 14. He is a Golden Glove player in the outfield, and even Aaron Judge said in his interview last night when Meredith Morakovitz asked him about Joey Gallo, he said, yes, he's impressive at the plate. We've seen what he can do with the plate. Everyone's talked about what he can do at the plate. But what's even more impressive, which I find impressive, what he said, is his defensive. He's great in the left field. He's great in center field. You can slot him in, and he's going to fit in perfectly, and he's going to get the job done. He's the only player, along with with two others, um, to have a 40 home run season in the Gold Glove season. Those two other players being the infamous Cody Bellinger and Christian Yelich. And you look at those names and you slot Joey Gallo in there and you just have a power three. You, you just got to look at that and go, wow, that's amazing. And that's the type of player the Yankees are going to get. Cody Bellinger, Christian Yelich, obviously two top players in the MLB. You look back to their MVP race a few years ago. Consistent hitters. Gold Glove winners. They're both phenomenal players. And you add Joey Gallo into that slot and it makes you happy to see it as the Yankee players to see that's the type of player that we're going to be getting. So let's look at the Yankees' left hand at bats right now. Obviously, we lost Didi Gregorius, who was a big left hand at bat a few years ago. Obviously, he's with Joe Girardi down in the Phillies, where just all the Yankee former Yankee players have gone. You see Didi, Joe Girardi, Big Toe. I'm just watching the game. I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting deja vu. We're seeing all these old Yankee players, but it's fun to see them. It's fun to see them catch up on Banner. Anyways, leaving that behind. Aaron Hicks is a switch hitter. He's going to hit right. He's going to hit left, but obviously hasn't been in this season. Injured. Greg Allen is another switch hitter, but obviously he's pretty much a fresh face to the team. We don't know how long he's going to stay, if he's going to stay, if he's going to get traded, if he's going to go back down to AAA, or he could stay up in the major leagues and continue playing with the Yankees and the bright lights in New York. But we don't know. That's still up in the air. It's yet to come. And then we have Tyler Wade, who we really don't see too many plate appearances from because he's just not the best hitter in the world. So obviously we're not going to see him at bat too much. 
Now, Yankees left-hand at-bat averages. Get ready, hold your breath. They're not pretty numbers. I'll warn you right now. Keep in mind that the MLB has 30 teams, 30 teams total. Yankees are ranked last in average, 28th in homers, 27th in on-base percentage, 28th in slugging out of all 30 league major league teams. And when you hear the Yankees, that's not what you would expect to hear. That's not what anyone would expect to hear. Obviously, you think of the Yankees. You think of the big names. You think of Aaron Judge, the big face of the franchise. Giancarlo Stanton, who is this big power hitter, MVP type. Like You think of the greats. You think of the Babe Ruth, the Derek Jeter, the Andy Pettics, the Sandmans, the X, Y, and Zs. This big winning team. And then you hear those numbers and you're like, last place. With the payroll they have and the talent they have, there should be no last place. But then you look at the lineup and you look at it a little bit deeper and you see that there are absolutely no left-hand at-bats and the left-hand at-bats that we have are far and few. There's not many of them. You look and you go, okay, this makes sense. So hitters tend to normally prefer to hit on a opposite-handed pitcher, meaning if they're batting right, they like to hit against a pitcher who's a lefty. If they're batting lefty, they like to hit against a pitcher who's throwing righty. So looking at some of the top right-hand pitchers in the American League that we will be facing in these upcoming few weeks, we have obviously Zach Greninke of the Houston Astros, who is a very dominant right-handed pitcher. He tends to get a little bit anxious, a little bit nervous in big moments, especially come the postseason, and we've seen it before where he tends to kind of tense up, choke up a little bit. But still, he's a, he says he's working on it. We've seen him working on it. Um, he's a very dominant right-handed pitcher, and also we're going to be seeing a lot from Lucas Giolito in the Chicago White Sox series, Field of Dreams, who is an up-and-coming right-handed pitcher. He's phenomenal. He's a great pitcher. He doesn't get talked about enough, but he's a fantastic pitcher. He's incredibly underrated. And having that Joey Gallo, that Brett Gardner, that Greg Allen to add a little bit more into that lineup is going to make a huge difference. And even that one addition of Joey Gallo, though it may not seem like a lot of pop, Probably a lot of people are thinking it's just one left hand at bat. It adds so much more depth than you think to that hitting lineup. So where does Joey Gallo fit in defensively? Obviously, we know he's a gold glove player. Aaron Judge talked about it. We talked about it a little bit earlier, how well he is in the field. But where is he going to play? I personally see him getting slotted into the left field position. Obviously, we have Judge and right, guardian center. Left field's been a little bit wishy-washy this year. Sometimes Greg Dallin out there. Sometimes Miguel and Duhar was out there. Sometimes Tyler Wayne was out there. Sometimes Clint Frazier was out there. There was just the outfield has just been a roll of the dice. Who's going to be out there today? Sometimes we get what we expected. Sometimes we get what we were totally not expecting at all. But I think with Joey Gallo's defensive skills, with his Gold Glove, I think he will fit into left field perfectly, and especially as. Brett Gardner starts to get a little bit older as each season goes on. We don't know how much longer he's going to be in the pinstripes. Obviously, he's our center fielder. Maybe Joey Gallo in the next upcoming season, we know he's going to be a Yankee next season, gets shifted into the center field position, or does he stay in left? We don't know. Time will tell. Now, we could keep talking about how great of a player Joey Gallo is. We could keep talking about his defensive numbers. We could keep talking about his at-plate appearances. But none of that matters if he can't produce in New York, there's a lot of pressure that comes with being a New York Yankee, especially looking at how hyped up Joey Gallo is being. A lot of players come to New York and don't end up producing. I always look back to Sonny Gray, who was a Yankee. He didn't produce what we wanted on the mound. He got sent away to the Reds and suddenly became an ace overnight, pitching with an ERA under three. 
you're under the brightest lights in baseball, you're on the biggest stage in baseball, you are a New York Yankee, you are on the best team in baseball with so much history where legends have played, the most winningest team in history, and there's a pressure and there's an anxiety that comes with that. A lot of players work their entire lives to be able to put on the pinstripes. You look back at Garrett Cole with the sign, Yankee fan today, tomorrow, forever. Even Joey Gallo said in an interview, he grew up being a Yankees fan. There's a lot of pressure on that. There's a lot of anxiety on that. And by reports I'm reading and what I'm hearing from other reporters and him himself, he will be able to produce in New York. But only time will tell if that's true or not. I personally think he'll be able to do it. I I hope so. My fingers are crossed. I feel confident that he's going to be able to come to New York and produce. But once again, only time will tell. And with that being said, I am super excited to see Joey Gallo put on some pinstripes and see him at Yankee Stadium. He's going to walk a lot. He's going to strike out a lot. He's going to hit homers. He's going to hit to get on base. He's a good all-around player. But one thing that I'm just going to tell you guys right now is he's going to strike out a lot. But when he does strike out, He's swinging at pitches that are in the zone. He's not chasing anything outside of the zone. Obviously, we see it sometimes with Giancarlo Stanton and Gary Sanchez. They're swinging at balls that are outside and low that look like they're going to almost be in the dirt. You're not going to see a lot of those swings and misses from Joey Gallo. If he's going to swing at something, it's going to be in the zone. I'm excited to see what he does in New York, especially with the short porch. I think he's really going to take advantage of that, especially being able to pull the ball to the left field and everything like that. He's going to add a lot of depth in that Yankees lineups, and hopefully he pulls through. I'm excited to see what he does. I'm excited to see him play and see what he has to say. And with that being said, thank you guys so much for watching today's episode. I know we didn't really talk too, too much other, other than Joey Gallo, but I think this is a pretty important topic to cover as we're getting such a great player coming to New York. Thank you guys so much for watching. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Pinstripe Podcast. Comment, DM me. Let me know what I could be doing better, what you guys would like to see more of, what you guys would like to talk about. I'm really excited to keep doing these. I love interacting with you guys. You guys have been sending me some really sweet messages that are really encouraging and really, really helpful. I take everything that you guys say into consideration. It truly does help me out a lot. So thank you so much for watching. I've said it three times now. I hope you all have a great day and I will see you guys soon for another episode. Bye.